ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Thanks for joining me again on the No Higher Calling podcast. Today's topic is one that has been on my list for a long time. I just, I have a lot that are on my list uh, and have been for a long time. And we're just working our way through them. And then I add, you know, 20 more ideas to the list and people ask for podcast, I you know, or podcast topics to be covered. And so anyway, eventually they surface to the top. Um, but today's is a really, really powerful one. Um, one that I've seen such an impact of this in our home. And so I'm really excited to talk with you today about scripture memory, about hiding God's word in your heart. You know, when I was little, um, I attended a Christian school up through fifth grade, I believe. Um, and scripture memory was a part of, of our schooling. So I kind of remember, well, I don't remember too much memorizing scripture. I do remember memorizing Psalm 23 and Luke 2 in school. Like I, my memory connects those passages that I have memorized with school time. Uh, I know I memorized a lot more than that. Then we started homeschooling. We did some scripture, a little bit of scripture memory um, with our homeschooling, but um that wasn't something that, like, I think it was involved in the curriculum, um, but we didn't always do everything. So uh, I didn't do too much of that. And then I, I think sometimes, I don't know as adults, that we just think like scripture memory is like like a kid thing, like something that they do in Sunday school or at vacation Bible schools for a challenge, or you know, you go to church camp and you memorize your whole list of scripture verses. But it's not an active part um, in our life as adults. And beyond that, it tends to not be an active part of, of family worship within the Christian home. Um, and and so I, that was kind of my experience with scripture memory. Um, oh, actually throw in here too. I did during my middle school years, the church that I was in met with another church. I think it was once a month. We had a big youth rally and they would do Bible quizzing, which actually was really, really cool. You could be a part of the quiz team and you would memorize a proverb. And so they would ask all these like just straight scripture questions from that book of Proverbs. We'd quiz, we'd get points. And then one representative from each youth group uh, would quote that proverb. And, you know, if you get it without so many mistakes or however far you get, that's how many points you get. And anyway, so it was a really fun competition. Um, but that's probably the height of my scripture memory because I did get involved in that. And there were several times where I quoted an entire book of Proverbs. I think I've memorized Proverbs 16, Proverbs 22. Um, there were several that I quoted. Now, I cannot quote all of them now, but I, I am familiar enough with them that when when I hear them, it, it jogs the memory and it comes back. And, and I do remember the gist of a lot of the verses. Um, but anyway, I had Aaron Bates Payne on the podcast. Oh, goodness. It's been over a year ago, I think. I'll link the, the episode down in the show notes. Um, and she talked about saturating your home with God's word. 
And it was a fabulous episode. She talked a lot about scripture memory. Um, and she's a sweet friend. And so I've, I've kept up with her since then. And they have their Chad and Aaron Co., their whole business that they run. And so much of that emphasis of what they do is on scripture memory. Now, you can find great scripture memory tools for your children, but beyond that, they have come up with some really great scripture memory resources for adults and for families. And it really just kind of intrigued me as I started thinking about the importance as an adult and as a mother of memorizing scripture more intentionally. Um, so all, all, the Lord's doing all of this in my heart, working on my heart about all these things. And, you know, I'm also in a point in my motherhood where I am soon to have five kids, seven and under, um, which means there is so much training that happens during our days. There is a lot of discipleship. There is a lot of correction. Um, there is a lot of trying to um, get to the heart issue behind attitudes and behaviors, not just in my children, but also in me. There has been nothing in my life as sanctifying as motherhood. Um, it really shows what a sinner I am. Um, and you know, I, I think I'm patient. I think, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I don't struggle with anger. I don't struggle with having a harsh tone and then insert motherhood. And it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Um, it's in there. We're all sinners. So as I'm on this journey, um, and you know, there, there was, I remember one day just coming to my husband being like, I feel like my words are falling on deaf ears to my kids. Like people say consistency is key, but I could literally just, you know, for those of nineties kids, I could hit the tape player and just play the recording of what I say every single day, because I say it every single day. Um, and then I was praying about it, like, Lord, how do I get through to my children's hearts? How do I uh, help correct them and help them to see from your word? And then it was all of a sudden, like, the Holy Spirit was like, well, right there. It's from my word. My word. Not your word. Not your 30-minute lectures of why do we do the same thing that you just got in trouble for five minutes ago. It's his words. And so I have really been actively trying to implement more scripture into my motherhood. I am trying that when I correct a child, when I am, am trying to work with a child through a behavior or, or something that was disobedient or unkind or against something that mommy directly asked, um, instead of just hitting at the behavior, it's it, trying to take it down to the heart to have at least one scripture verse. Instead of, hey, we don't hit our sister, it's what does God's word say about being kind? Okay, we quote it together. Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Um, you know, uh, what does the Bible say about responding in anger, even if somebody has wronged you? You know, in Proverbs, it says that a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. So I'm trying to incorporate this scripture into my motherhood, into my home. Um, I have a wonderful resource. I'll link it down in the comments um, from Ginger Hubbard, which is Wise Words for moms. 
And it is simply a chart that is on my refrigerator and that has all of these sins, most of them dealing with the tongue. We've got tattling, we've got complaining, you've got whining, you've got arguing, um, so many different things. And it has scripture references to, to help you parent in this way, using God's words. So that resource is there. So anyways, I'm trying to incorporate this into my motherhood. And I realized that if I'm going to be effective at this, I have to have God's word in my heart. It has to be in my heart first. Because in the moment when, you know, angry words are being thrown around, when names are being called, even in my own heart, when impatience arises, uh, when, when frustration comes, if I'm going to be equipped to fight Satan in these instances, and, and let me just say there, when we're fighting sin, we're, we're fighting in a spiritual realm. That was something that I read in a motherhood book one time that was so uh, enlightening and helpful for me is when I am parenting, when I'm trying to work with my child in something that they did wrong, it is not me against them. You know, sometimes it feels that way. Like, why aren't you listening? Why aren't you getting what I'm saying to you? It's not, it's not, um, it's not uh, of this world. You know, Ephesians says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And how did Jesus battle the devil? He battled it with his word, with scripture. That's how he won the victory. That's how he was victorious. And I truly believe that I am realizing that if I want to be victorious in this area in my life and fighting Satan's lies and fighting his spiritual attacks, if I want to be equipped to help my children to realize through discipleship, through correction, through um, this training, that I have to use what the tool that God has given me, which is his word. It says that his word is good for correction, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness. So why aren't we using it? You know, I feel like I was beating my head against a wall trying to accomplish something with a tool that was not designed to accomplish that. The tool that God has given us is his word. Whether it's in our own heart and life or it is in the life of someone that we are trying to help specifically as I'm talking about motherhood and moms trying to train their children and instruct them in righteousness, we've got to have his word and it has to be in our hearts first. It has to be there so that in the moment that we can draw from that, so that it is on the tip of our tongue, that it is ready to come out, that it is in our hearts so that we are struggling, the Holy Spirit can prompt our mind Um, because I'm glad for references. I'm glad for my Bible, but there's just sometimes in the thick of life and busyness and lots of little kids and attitudes and correcting that I don't have the time or maybe I don't have the hands to stop and find the passage. And and I'm not taking away from that. That is wonderful when you can, when, when you, I think it's powerful for your children to see you open God's word and read it from the Bible. Um, But it is also powerful to have it locked in your heart, to have it locked in your mind. Joshua 1 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. 
I want my way to be prosperous. I want to have good success in my own life as an, and as an individual in my sanctification process, but I also would love to have success in my motherhood. You know, I think as moms, one of our greatest desires is that we turn children out of our homes that love the Lord, that are, you know, upstanding citizens that have strong moral character, that are filled with integrity, that will raise the next generation in truth. And sometimes, you know, from here to there feels like we've got a long way to go. But you know what? Like the children's song says, he's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. And he's still working on our children too. And what a joy that we get to partner with the Lord in that process. Let's not try to partner in a way that is not a true partnership and where we try to strong arm our way in and use our own methods and our own tools when he has provided the effective tool. Like I said earlier, that's how Jesus fought Satan. That's how he won the victory. Matthew 4, 4 says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Matthew emphasizes every word that proceeds out of his mouth. In Joshua the verse that I just quoted, it says that the book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. All scripture is given and is profitable. And this verse in Joshua has really captured my heart as I'm thinking about the Bible shall not depart out of my mouth, but I will meditate therein day and night. And I've been asking the Lord, Lord, help your words to be in my mouth. May your words not depart out of my mouth. May I be quick. May the scripture be there. May may I be able to draw from that. And I'm just going to be honest. This has been like a year or so process that the Lord has really been working on my heart that I have tried to be so much more intentional in this area. And I have seen the reward come from that in, in many areas. In my parenting, yes, I am noticing that when things come up, I have the scripture on my tongue. It's in my heart. It's in my mind. It's there. Now, maybe that's just because we got a lot of opportunities for practice. Um, But I've even noticed as I'm recording these podcasts, sometimes I quote scripture that I did not intend to quote when I was preparing that was not in my notes. Usually if I quote and I don't have a reference, that's why. It's just because it's, you know, I don't, I know the verse. I don't always link the reference to it in my memory. Um, and, and I had somebody comment one time about how they were really inspired by my ability to recall scripture and to bring it into whatever I was talking about. And I don't say that to praise myself. I say that to let you know it was an area that I was weak in and I'm still not near where I want to be. But it was an area that I really asked God to help me be intentional in. And I have seen, I have seen growth. So I'm here to tell you if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I need this. I need his words in my mouth. I need them to be to be on the tip of my tongue, to be quick, to have those responses. You can accomplish it. I do not have an amazing memory. Um, I actually struggle more than I ever have in my life to recall things. I was just telling my husband the other day, you know, when we first got married, I didn't make a grocery list. It was in my brain. Like I remembered everything that I needed. I didn't have to have a calendar. I remembered all of our appointments and events. 
I am not that way anymore, and I don't know that I'll ever get it back. So I've just had to embrace the capabilities of my brain at my current season and work with what I've got. And so that means that I'm not some scripture memory whiz that just, you know, beasts it out. I have to be very intentional about this. Um, but it has been rewarding and, and I'll share in a little bit some ways I've been intentional about this, but first I want to, I want to read a few different scripture verses that were just encouraging to me as I thought on this topic. Psalm 37, 31 says the law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. I love how those are thoughts are connected. That if God's law is in your heart, it keeps us on the path. I've talked before on the podcast about how the Lord gave Simeon and I the illustration with our kids of walking the path of righteousness. This has connected with all of, well, my older two more so. My, my little two are still little. Um, but it really has connected with my son when I'm trying to train him and correct him and disciple him. We're walking a path. This journey of life, this path of life that we walk is the path of righteousness leading us to Christ, those who are saved, okay? So he is safe now. So we're walking the sanctification road. But as we're walking that path, often Satan gets us off the path. We go to the side. We're not on the path of righteousness anymore. And that's where sin ensues. Um, But when the law of God is in our hearts, it keeps our steps not sliding off the path. It keeps our steps on the path. His word is so important. Psalm 40 verse 8 says, I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. In Proverbs 6, 21, it says, Bind them continually upon thy heart and tie them about thy neck. Psalm 119, 16 says, I will delight myself in thy statues. I will not forget thy word. In Deuteronomy, it says, Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand that they they may as be frontlet or that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. In all of these passages, it's talking about keeping God's word ever before you so that you store it up within your heart. It is in you. It is a part of the very fabric of who you are. His word is so intertwined into your being so that it keeps you on the path, so that it keeps your feet on the path. It keeps your tongue on the path. We've we've had some things we've had to work through in our home regarding our speech, regarding our tongue. I'm sure that probably everybody else listening to this podcast could say yes, because the tongue is a little member, but man, it can kindle a fire. Um, And so we've just been quoting over and over again to our children what David prayed. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. That might not be exactly quoted from the KJV. Again, that's pulling from my memory. And I think I'm close, but I I, I don't think I quite quoted that right. But anyway, it's a work in progress. But but you know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to incorporate God's word, um, to, to use the tool that he has made so available to us. So that's my why. That's my why. Why am I trying to hide God's word in my heart? This is my why for myself and for those who's my life, whom, whom my life influences. 
I, I have recognized the power of this tool that God has given us. And, and he says over and over in his word, do it, memorize it, meditate on it, commit it. And I want to obey. I want to follow. I want to fall more in love with my Lord. And the way I do that is through getting to know him and the avenue of getting to know him that he has given us is through his word. I want his word to be infused into my life, to be the beating of my heart. So how have we made that practical um, in our own life? I'm going to tell you first how I do that personally, and then I'll talk about translating that into my children. So as far as personally, one, to memorize it, you've got to read it. You've got to read it, and beyond that, you've got to meditate on it. I think we can be afraid of the word meditation just because a lot of the you know modern Eastern cultural uh, implications that that brings. But meditation is a good biblical word. The Puritans have some great stuff um, to say on meditation and the importance of meditating on God's word. Meditate means to just to uh, to ruminate in it almost, to let it mull over in your mind. You're thinking on it. You're pondering on it. You're you're just constantly focused on it. So we're not just reading, closing the book, setting it aside until I come back in 24 hours and repeat the same process. No, I'm reading and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm pondering and I'm praying through that. God, what is, what are you trying to teach me? Um, you know, even praying the, the, the scripture said, a watch O Lord before my mouth, keep the door of my lips bringing it into our day, that scripture connecting it to every part of our day reading it, meditating on it. And, you know, sometimes I've realized for myself to get the impact of meditation, maybe my reading um, needs to be a little bit less. Maybe instead of rushing through reading the Bible in a year or something like that, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. There's been seasons where I've done that. Um, or, or maybe you want to do both. Maybe in the morning, you just want a few verses that you can meditate on and cling to through the day. And then in the evening, you're going to work on your Bible plan. Um, but I will say to meditate, it's very difficult to meditate when you you know have this huge passage swirling in your head. Try to narrow that down. Focus it down onto some things that you can cling to. Something else that I've done is to post scripture in my home. Now, some of that looks like uh, beautiful decor. Um, you know, you can get all kinds of beautiful scripture paintings and different things that you can hang in your home. And it's great. I, I love, um, we're going to have an episode coming about creating the atmosphere and tone of your home. I love emphasizing God's word in my home in that way. Again, keeping it ever before me. Um, but sometimes it looks as simple as a scripture verse that God's using to convict me, to encourage me, to strengthen me, written on a three by five card and taped on my mirror. Or, um, you know, there, so this is a really silly illustration. We have a Berkey water filter and currently my husband got a new like spigot for it and it flows so much faster. But when we lived in the States, the spigot that we had for the Berkey was so slow. It took forever ever to fill up our water pitcher. So I realized I'm spending like minutes standing here just waiting on this, complaining about how long this takes. Um, And at the time I really was working on memorizing Psalm 91. So instead of complaining about how long it took to fill up the pitcher, I printed up a cute little paper of Psalm 91 and I taped it to the wall right beside the Berkey. So that every time I filled up the Berkey, there was my Psalm 91 and I was able to work my way through memorizing a good portion of it in my few minutes a day, standing beside the Berkey, filling up my water pitcher. And I know that is such a silly 
crazy illustration, but, but it's just, I, I'm being practical here. I am being absolutely practical into how I'm bringing this in to just the daily moments of a regular, ordinary life. Um, you know, there's, I said, three by five cards, having those posted. I have a menu board, um, a big chalkboard in our kitchen where I keep all the days of the week and what we're having for dinner. And at the bottom, I've written out a scripture verse that God really used to encourage me here a few weeks back, um, going through really a rough patch in my pregnancy. And it's up there. And every time I'm in the kitchen, it's there. I look at it. And and now I'm coming out of that season. And I'm not looking at it as a like, I've got to cling to this truth to get me through this. I'm looking at it with reflection of gratitude. Thank you, God, for proving yourself faithful and true to me once again. But just put it, put it around your house in whatever fashion format you've got to do it. Surround yourself with it. Keep it everywhere. I talked about the wise word for mom chart that I have on my fridge. Uh, It does have a lot of references more so than actual scripture verses. And I believe the scripture verses that are on there are not KJV, which is the version that we have chosen to use. Um, so maybe you just need to simply get a resource like that and then write them out and have them there so that, you know, put it on a little sticky note. If whining is a problem, write out the scripture verses on your sticky note and put it on there so that it's there. And repetition is the key of learning, I believe is the quote. Just again and again and again and again, read it, read it, quote it, quote it. And you will find that your brain begins to pick up on it. Again, like I said earlier, maybe, you know, Some verses could still be a work in progress, but you know, it's better than nothing trying to incorporate this into our life. So that's personally um, how I've really been trying to do that. Another great resource I'll say personally really quick before I transition to with my kids, Um, Aaron Payne, which I referred to at the beginning, who did the podcast episode with me, Um, but they just put out a scripture meditation CD. So it's really, really cool. One CD is just him instrumental of Aaron playing the piano and then some other instruments accompanying, which is our music of choice. That's usually what we always have playing in our home. Um, not her CD specifically, but that genre, instrumental hymns. Um, but then it also has a companion CD, which is all of the same music, but it has her husband, Chad, reading from different portions of the Psalms. And so I really love that. So there are sometimes um, where I'm getting ready in the mornings where I have that playing. Um, I have a about a 30-minute quiet time that I've kind of structured into our day in between baby's naps and school and kids playing outside and where all the kids are engaged. I've got 30 minutes. Um, it tends to be a devotional time for me, and sometimes I'll turn that on um, where maybe I finished my Bible reading and I'm transitioning into uh, getting snacks for the kids. And so I'll listen to one of those Psalms as it's played with that peaceful music. I really have enjoyed that resource. I'll link that down in the comments. Um, Okay. But teaching my children, helping them hide God's word in their heart. Again, repetition is the key of learning. So if I'm repeating it to myself over and over and over again, um, oftentimes in these situations where I'm using it in in, an instructing kind of way, they're also hearing it again and again. I have one child who struggles um, with getting afraid at night. And so we just, we memorize two verses. What time I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. Anytime she comes to me in the night and she's afraid, we always quote that together. We actually have a little, it's a song that is that those very words that we'll sing together. And then um, we we quote Philippians 4, 8, to think on things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report. Now, 
we've obviously shortened that a little bit. I think it's whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. We cut out the whatsoever things are and we just go through our list. Um, but that has really helped her. That helps calm her down. That helps calm her heart to have those scriptures. So we've just incorporated them into our life. Um, But also scripture songs. There are a lot of scripture songs out there. I wish there were more um, KJV, but, uh, you know, maybe one day the Lord will just lead some people to put more of that together. But the songs that are out there, we really love incorporating scripture songs. I'm telling you, kids, if you sing something, kids are so much more likely to remember it. Um having scripture posted in your home as your kids are being able to read, they're also seeing that. So that impacts them. Have a scripture memory as a family. Pick a passage. Uh, Maybe a passage is too much. Maybe just pick a verse that you're going to work through as a family. Say it together. Every morning at breakfast, we're going to say our verse. Um, And if you've got little ones, don't feel like it has to be like some big long verse or like I said, so you know, Psalm 23, maybe that's just too much. Maybe you need to start with just one thing. Um, and work on that, uh, but, but memorize it together as a family. Um, we've made scripture memory a part of our homeschooling. I memorize scripture as I'm working with the kids, teaching the kids. Um, I will say something here talking about memorizing scripture, whether that's as a family or in your school day. Um, but if you've got little kids, these are some things that I've done to help aid us in scripture memory. And one is for myself to be very excited, to have voice inflection. Um, it's not just, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We're not just going to repeat that, you know, over and over, just flatline, monotone, no, but the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, we tend to be rhythmic in kind of how we say it. Um, We do lots of motions. We do hand motions. The Lord, we're pointing up at the Lord, is my shepherd. You know, we hold our imaginary staff. Then I shall not want. We're taking our finger. We're shaking it back and forth in front of us and shaking our head. No, I shall not want. You know, he maketh me to lie down. We're, you know, putting our hands like we're going to sleep, bending our head over. Um, I mean, you, there's no right or wrong way to do hand motions. But I have found that helps my kids so, so, so much. And then once we get to a point, for so for example, in school, we've been memorizing uh, Ephesians 6, the portion on the armor of God. That is a lengthier passage. Um But even my three-year-old, because this has been, we've just verse by verse, we work on it in this way. Finally, my brethren, we have our hands out like we're talking. Be strong in the Lord with our muscles and in the power of his, I think be strong in the Lord, we do one arm with our muscle and in the power of his might, we put on, you know, the other arm, um, but we're verse by verse working through it. Once they have it memorized really good, they can say it by themselves. Then we go, we add the next verse. We work on that for a while. We work on them together. We keep doing that. But I found doing these hand motions uh, when the kids kind of like, oh, uh, you know, it has the part where uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, all those. You know, we have hand motions to help trigger their memory. So they might be like against principalities, against powers, against, and they're stuck. But we have a hand motion, which signals, oh, the rulers of the dark of this world and it keeps them going and we do that when we memorize poetry really when we memorize uh anything i'm in the season of life where we're very animated lots and lots of hand motions and just practice 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 keep his law continually in your mouth 
find times in your day. You know, if if you have incorporated this in your family worship time, it doesn't only have to be in your family worship time that you practice. It doesn't only have to be in your school day during your Bible time that you practice. If you're driving in the car, work on your scripture memory verse. If you're, you know, finishing dinner, let's all say our verse together. If you're waiting on breakfast, you know, the kids are waiting. Why don't we say our verse? There's just Put it in your day everywhere. Work on it. Meditate on it. Um, And for a little bit older ones, I know a lot of people are liking the method where you write out the first letter of every word that is in that verse. And you kind of use that as your key, as your guide to help trigger your memory. I'm using that. Like I said, my kids aren't quite, probably my oldest could do that, but my other ones aren't quite to where they could like see the letter and connect it with the word. Hand motions are better for us at this season. Um, But there are all kinds of different ways that you can incorporate this and all of us learn differently. So what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. The point is that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. I need this. I need this in my life. I need this in my motherhood. And I I have seen the desperate need. And I have also gotten glimpses of the wonderful fruit and reward that comes from hiding God's word in my heart. It truly is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, guiding us along step by step showing us the way in which to walk. And you know what? If it was good enough for Jesus to use to conquer Satan's lies, to conquer his temptation, to stand triumphant over sin, then goodness gracious, it's good enough for us. Let's just use the tool that he's given us. Let's do the work. Does it take work to memorize? Yeah. Is it hard as an adult? Yeah. Way more than it was when I was a teenager or when I was a kid, but it's worthy work. It's worthy. You know, there are things in life that that are important, and this is one of them in every aspect of life, but but even more so specifically in my spiritual life, in my relationship with Christ. This is important, and I've seen that, and I want to be so much better at this. So I'll link down in the comments all the different things that I've referenced, some of these resources, um, some different things that I talked about. If you have something that you are just loving, feel free to share it with me. My Instagram handle is at nohighercalling underscore. You can email me um, at nohighercallingpodcast at gmail.com. I have a contact form on my website, nohighercalling.org. But I'd love to hear from you what's working in your home, what's helping you and your family, um, and just to help spread the word about these resources so that we can have more people rising up equipped with the word of God in their hearts. And you know what? I This wasn't an intentional part of, of my home growing up. I mean, God's word was we were a Christian family, but actually like memorizing it and uh, being instructed um, with, with scripture. Uh, my, my, my parents were growing in their faith at that time. Um, but I'm, I'm in a little different spot. I've been able to, to reap the benefit of a lot of, of their walking, walking the sanctification road. Um, but you know, I pray that as my kids transition into adulthood and parenting and whatever God has for them in their future, they'll be even at a further point down that sanctification road that they may not have to put in 
I mean, I want them to memorize scripture. Obviously, there's never a way that I can help them memorize everything. You know, you could spend a lifetime memorizing scripture and probably not memorize at all. Although I do know a girl who has memorized the entirety of Psalm 119, and I have watched her quote it, which was amazing. Uh, But, you know, they will always have their own individual responsibility. But I hope that after years and years of years of hearing mom and dad quote scripture, bringing scripture into the practical every days of our life, that it will be very natural for them when they come into their homes as they're seeking to raise their children um, and have an impact on them, that, that these verses will be in there, that they will be able to draw from that and then to take the next step from there. So anyway, I hope this episode was a blessing and I hope that it has challenged you to get out your Bible, to spend more time in it, meditating on it and committing it to memory because it is a worthy work and we need to do all we can to keep his words ever before us locked in our hearts and minds. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.